Boz. Welcome to the Land of Boz with Jeff Bosley. Hey, what is up, everyone? Welcome to the Land of Boz for a Monday, February 18th, episode 5-1. We're still uh, alive and trucking with a co-host and fancy equipment. Morning, co-host Scott. Good morning. How are you today? <laughs> I'm lovely. Um, I can't Fantastic. Complain. I can't complain. Um, this is the part where I, even though Scott and I do a pre-show chat, I basically just am about to undo everything I told you, Scott, because we can't act like it's Monday right now because I want to ask about your weekend. <laughs> it's <laughs> so, still technically the weekend. Yeah, yeah so. a little reveal behind the curtain. But um, yeah, what, 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 how was your day? You and I were supposed to actually do something today. And I didn't. I bailed. Yeah, we, uh, we were supposed to get some brunch this morning, but uh, it's a homie had to cancel, which is, <laughs> which is cool. You know, uh-huh. these things happen. These things happen. I just ended up sleeping for an extra hour, and uh, then I started crushing my to-do list, yeah. as, I, as I usually do. Yeah, same. I, I, I know it's stupid because I don't know if this is a good thing when, you know, like when you get on a set sleep pattern, your body, ideally, or they say this, the, whoever they are, you know, your body will wake you up. And for some odd reason, my body, the last couple of nights, even though I went to bed too late, my body has been waking me up at my typical 3 a.m. alarm, so... Mm. Uh, it's very frustrating. <laughs> yeah, that'll, yeah. That'll, that'll get under your skin. But it was one of those good uh, work to-do list days for sure. So worked out 4 a.m., uh, which is amazing on a Sunday. It's uh, the apocalypse in the gym. However, um, I won't turn this into a... As everybody knows, and Scott, I'm sure you do know, but it will be a segment some here and there. Uh, I do a fitness segment, and nine times out of ten, it turns into a fitness bitch session. <laughs> so I won't do it if that's the case, because that is not motivating. But uh, a little baby fitness bitch session is apparently on Sundays, even though the gym is empty. That also is when the uh, D bags conglomerate in in mass to powerfully f up the entire gym. This was some dudes was in the middle of using a machine or like a squat rack. And I went up to it because you never know if anybody's done because nobody puts their stuff away. I walk up to it and I was, he goes, oh, I'm using that. I was like, cool. He goes, after you can have it after I'm done with one set. I stood there and waited. And he goes, all right, it's all yours. And just walks away. All the weights there, all these apparatus things he'd had under the squat rack. And he just walks away. And I was embarrassingly so shocked I couldn't say anything or confront him. I just sat there and boiled in anger. What a craphead. Yeah. And that's, I've told Scott this, I've said this before. I, I want to make it just so I can run around with a hidden or a video camera and just put this in people's face and, and go live on YouTube and go like, you know, Hey, welcome everyone. I'd like you to meet this a-hole. Why can't you put your stuff away? But it's not the world I live in. Did yet. no one ever teach you manners? Do you not know how to clean up after yourself? What yeah. are you, a child? <laughs> exactly. You're a grown man. So pick yeah. up after yourself, you fool. Yeah. And the second thing I want to do when I make it is open up my own private gym where there is no, um, uh, there's no strike two or three. You, you screw up, you're out. You don't put anything away. Your gym membership is revoked violently. Yeah. Mess them up. So, um, that's that. I guess we can get into, uh, the show proper unless you have any, uh, deep philosophical input you want to throw out there. Deep philosophical input. Uh, not at this current moment. Okay. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to. Oh, I'm really excited. This is my favorite part. Welcome to Monday, 
Dude, Mondays is just terrible. I hate Mondays. I really hate Mondays. Everybody hates Monday, drunk man. But for a lot of people, Mondays uh, we have off. So Scott has tomorrow off. Um, I kind of have the same day I always do. But all right, let's get this thing started. Oh, yeah. All right. And as always, the first thing I force you all to listen to is a little bit of history. So uh, Scott and I can feel like we've done our public service by educating you and entertaining you. Before Acknowledge is power. Acknowledge is power. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... Um, oh, no, I wasn't fast enough. Dang it. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Knowledge is power. 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 Just a minute. Oh, I can't find it. <laughs> there, was, there was a perfect sound. Oh, man, where is that at? What would I call that? Hmm, well, when you find it, we can we can do a whole yeah, countdown, yeah. so it'll be the perfect. <laughs> um, what is that called? The more... Oh, knowledge is power... The more you know. <laughs> Fail on my part. I labeled it very poorly. All right, so Scott and I are going to do a little bit of history. Um, uh, so let's evaluate or examine what happened today in history, February 18th. Extra, extra, read all about it. Life story of Playboy Penny. Extra, extra. All right, and as I said uh, in yesterday's show or the day before show, people are actually taking this to their students at a school. So now. There's a level of responsibility I didn't remotely foresee, so I'm slightly embarrassed, but we'll do our best. Um, so, the computer has pooped on me. Uh, hold up, hold up, we're good. Unfortunate. Yeah. And as Scott I hate knows, it when computers poop on you. They do. And as Scott knows, I'm asking my computer to do a lot at the same time, and it's very underpowered. Um, it is an older model. It could use an upgrade. Hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, that'll that'll come up in our shout outs. Um, so I'm trying to track that down. It's the hold music. Hold music. Very convenient. It worked. All right. Today, February 18th, 1861. Uh, Civil War. Jefferson Davis is inaugurated as the as a president of the Confederate States. Davis had been a member of the U.S. Senate and previously served as a secretary of war. Oh man, that Jefferson Davis. That 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 spry little man. Well, oh, man, know his physique. Uh, February eighteenth, nineteen sixty-five. Uh, no American would know this. Uh, February eighteenth, nineteen thirty. Pluto, the dwarf planet Pluto, is discovered by Clyde Tombaugh at the Lowell Observation in Arizona. Viva Pluto! Pluto forever! It's a planet! It's a planet! It's a planet! <laughs> you can revoke its status all you want. It's a planet. Yeah, uh, those of us that learned it at as 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 children that before the uh, revocation i i can't unlearn that um what was i gonna say oh celestial that, dwarf <laughs> celestial that's funny because one of the djs at k-rock his username on twitter is clyde tomba and i never got that joke so <laughs> i learned a little something here today um gregory oh this is interesting february 18th 1753 uh, the Gregorian calendar is adopted by Sweden. That's ironic on two fronts. Um, those of you Christians and uh, what's like the whole thing with like Christianity and the uh, Druids and Easter and all that falling around a cycle of the moon. And that kind of kills the argument of the, the argument of Christianity. And do you know what I'm talking about? That, that just got really I, deep. I do know what you're talking about. I just can't for the life of me figure out how to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> disregard 
moving on. Today, February 18th, 1685, French explorer Robert de La Salle established the first settlement in Texas. And uh, for those of you that know the Texans, they are damn proud of their state. Damn Everything's proud. bigger in Texas. Yeah. I had a friend, his uh, wife was giving birth when I was in the Army. We lived in North Carolina. And he had his friends from uh, Texas ship him dirt in a Ziploc. So in the hospital, under her bed she was giving birth on, he poured dirt on the, on the floor so his son could be born over Texas soil. Oh, my God. And he wasn't joking. He was dead serious. Wow. Yeah. So that's kind of a cool loyalty. I got to give him that. Uh, <laughs> it's, it sure is something. <laughs> yeah, it's something. Um, Bless his heart. Oh, okay. Uh, born today, February 18th, 1968. American actress, part of the Brat Pack. Any idea who this could be when I said actress? Uh, I have a couple of guesses. Let's hear them. Make this a little well, trivia. Molly Ringwald. And done. You win. <laughs> uh, I thought so. Yeah, I thought I so. Uh, who's the other one? Allie. She's the only other. Allie Sheedy. She's the only girl in the Brat Pack, right? I can't think of the other female. Uh, Molly Ringwald, Allie Sheedy. I can't Those believe I thought of Ali Sheedy. No, that's... So, yeah, anyway, don't bore today, February 18th, 1968, American actress, part of the Brat Pack film, 16 Candles, haven't seen it. Breakfast Club, I have seen. Pretty in Pink, I've seen part of. Uh, back in the 80s, she was the... She was... I don't know. Do we have a com comparable actress? She was the time? bee's knees. She was the bee's knees. Uh, another rapper born recently, uh, yesterday, the other day was Ice-T. Today, born February 18th, 1965, American rapper, record producer, not cop killer... He helped popularize gangsta, S-T-A, apostrophe, hip-hop, and West Coast G-Funk. That's a tall white boy from Idaho saying all that. Dr. Dre, born. Oh, yeah. snap. Do you know his real name? I didn't know this. I don't, actually. Andre Rommel Young. Yeah. I I got, I got to be honest, I feel like that name's kind of cooler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I mean Dr. Dre is cool, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like that 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 right there, that's a distinct name. Yes. That's very yeah, it sounds like a some English gentleman scholar that, you know, owns a ranch with uh, side saddle riding horses. Whoever it is, it sounds like it's like uh they got that uh Oh, I can't say. <laughs> is this the It's a certain type it. of energy, if you will. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Today, born, uh, good movie b birth today. Today, night, born February 18th, 1964, American actor, film in My Bodyguard, Rumblefish, and Drugstore Cowboy. Those are really obscure references. Matt Dillon. Oh, wow. I remember him from uh, Something About Mary with the big fake teeth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Matt Dillon, Matt Dillon. He's, a, he, he's, he's something else, too. He is. He's, oh. he's one of those actors. He's got uh, some really good movies and some really good roles, yeah. and some movies where you go, "Oh boy!" Uh, yeah, somebody needed a, somebody needed their mortgage paid that month. Yeah, what was somebody um, somebody bet a little too much on the ponies? What was the ensemble? Um, was it Crash? Where he played yes. pop? I thought he was really good in that. I haven't seen that yeah. for a long time. Yeah, that was one of the ones he was good at, like astonishing in. Um, oh, Born Today. <laughs> so many things to be said about this man. What? American actor, film, Saturday Night Fever. That was a good impression once he realized who this is. What? Oh, boy. Night Fever, Grease, Urban Cowboy, Pulp Fiction. What? TV, <laughs> welcome back, Cotter. Born today, February. Is it John Travolta? What? Yeah. Born February 18th, 1954, John Travolta. 
who has finally accepted the fact we all knew he wore as a hairpiece and gone bald. He, uh, oh, Travolta. He needs to go visit Bosley.com. Um, you should? Not JeffBosley.com. I do not offer hair transplantation. Uh, yeah, I would be amazed if you did. It's not that hard looking, to be honest with you. <laughs> All right. Let's, um, let's, we don't need to discuss this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and anything else of knowledge or entertainment? Those are all just the births. Oh, okay. Here's a good one. Died today, February 18th. Well, it's not good he died, but died February 18th, 1564. Italian Renaissance artist. His works include the marble sculpture of David, the little pony oh. one, on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel in the Vatican. Oh, Michelangelo, I'll say this wrong, Buona, Buona, Buona Roti? I never knew that. Did you? Uh, yeah. I'm a bad American. Well, you know, I'm, these things happen. This is for me and everybody. Uh, died today also, uh, February 18th, 1546. German Get religious... some culture. <laughs> German religious reformer. His stand on the Bible led to the formation of the Lutheran Church. Uh, can you imagine what his last name was? He was excommunicated from the Roman Catholic Church, of which I'm a member of, so I'm sorry for all you Lutherans. This for... uh, Martin Luther. This be the man. Oh, my Martin goodness. Luther. Oh, i got to turn... Uh, turn uh, mute on my notifications yes uh, i heard my that bad. in my ears my bad oh it's and for you uh southern race car drivers died today february 18th 2001 american hall of fame race car driver known as the intimidator for his aggressive driving style i didn't know there's any other kind he died in a last lap crash oh shit 2001 daytona 500 dale earnhardt senior Ooh, i forgot that dude yeah, like, went out like that. Yeah, he was crazy. I had never seen until I lived in the South. The stereotype is true. How passionate NASCAR is. And NASCAR is a big yeah, deal. It is a religion, and I and like those, those those uh, stadiums hold almost upwards of a population of a city. Like I remember always comparing it to my hometown in Idaho, which the population is around like maybe sixty-seven, seventy thousand, and this. Uh, this one stadium held like 80,000. I I was stupefied by it. <laughs> That's insane. That's so many people. Yeah. Oh, moving on. Anything educational? And I will call it. Oh, we'll end on this. German board religious leader, 138th Pope. He was the first German Pope. Uh, first Gregory the Fifth died today, February 18th. Oh, 999. Just before the thousand mark. Wow. So close, yet so far away. Goodness. Almost right. made the millennium. <laughs> so that was Today in History. All right. And for those of you who have been part of the show before, now that Scott's here, this will be nice to have him because I don't just ramble. But we're going to look, uh, even though it's a little premature, at this weekend's box office so we can all decide and figure out where we spent and possibly wasted our money. Woo! <laughs> bringing it back for those of you who don't know that is i can't actually say what that's from just on the off chance uh the cease and desist people are listening uh, indeed but it's back in the day and it has the word box office because we're talking about the box office yeah the box office somewhere in the home, in the home somewhere like that with an acronym 
All right, so I'll hammer out the first uh, 20. Today I'll go 21 through 10, and then 10 through 1 with a little bit more uh, depth and in-depth discussion. Number 21, the Oscar, uh, one of the top Oscar uh, contendent, contenders, Vice, of which I was in for five seconds, Christian Bale. Uh, number, have you seen it yet? I haven't even seen it. I did see it. Was it good? I liked it. Was it? Yeah, I, 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 I look. I mean, it was a good follow-up to the whatever the housing crisis. The big short. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was also great. Yeah. How long was I in Vice? Like two seconds, right? Oh yeah. You're, I mean, you're in it for like. You could. You, Do I have lines? Did I was, my lines? It was pretty stay easy in? for me to see that it was you. <laughs> did my like, lines I'll, stay? I'll in? say that. I spoke. Like they. Oh God. You know what? I'm not sure. I feel oh. like. I should watch if you movie. spoke, it was probably masked by something else. Mother. Uh, anyway, uh, number twenty, the favorite. I don't even know what that is. Do you? Oh yeah, that What's movie's that? wild. Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah. Dang. Okay. It's, it's wild. I haven't even heard of it. Um, it's uh, it's like uh, Emma Stone and Rachel Wise, and uh, uh, I forget okay. the other actress, but it's like, yeah, Victorian times kind of, and yeah, it's just, yeah. it's ridiculous, but it's kind of great. Okay. Um, number 19, Escape Room. Number 18, still holding in the top 20, A Star's Born. Uh, what's his butt didn't get any Oscar nominations, did he? Like, not one. I don't think he did. That's crazy. Jealous, but that he deserves it. Um, number 17, still in there, Bohemian Rhapsody. 16, uh, Dog's Way Home. 15, Ralph Breaks the Internet. 14, Ms. Bala. 12, They Shall Not Grow Old. 12, or I'm sorry, 13, They Shall Not Grow Old. 12. Oh, you know what that is? that's supposed to be good, yeah. I, is it like, like an arty? I mean, only it's uh, they. Uh, it's like Peter Jackson and Genko. They re, they retouched and uh, colorized a bunch of World War II footage yeah, as a yeah. documentary. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll, well, good to know. <laughs> 12, Aquaman's. It, I, I foresee that thing dropping out fast, though. <laughs> For some reason, it was like it killed the world, and now it's just gonna go away. I don't know, man. It's it was cleaning up pretty good. Yeah, it took all the money, so it has no need to hang out any longer. It's true. Um, number eleven, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I still need to see. I'm really. Oh god, it's out. so good. Yeah, I know. I need to see it. Another movie I need to see now that we're in the top ten: Green Book, Viggo Mortensen, and a gentleman whose name I forget. Uh, oh, really is yeah. that the one with Marshall Ali? Yeah, that one. Yeah, he, uh, Viggo Mortens is like his driver protector. Yeah, yeah, yeah that looked, looked really, really good. good. I, I, I need to see that one. And it's proof in the pudding that for those those non-big blockbuster explosion movies, it sucks because they don't get any recognition, they don't get seen, they don't make any money, and sometimes they're better. And I mean, that's coming from a guy that likes Marvel movies where everything just blows up, so... I like I like a good action movie now and again, but I I need a good like story and, yeah, and a good sure. like character and heart to the movie. Well, what you need to go see is when it comes out is go see uh, Hobbs and Shaw. That'll be good for your story. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> see, you saw that. <laughs> sold it. Uh, so number ten, Green Book. Number nine, The Prodigy. Have you seen this? I have seen the trailer for it. It's it looks like one of those horror movies that I'm gonna I, I'm gonna see it. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna see it. Our buddy Austin, but, our buddy Austin posted uh, something, and, and he his assessment was spot on. It's it's horror movie blue balls. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> was, that's what I heard. Uh, yeah, I went with um, Brianna, and we both like horror movies, and it, uh, it I won't ruin it, but it had potential, like the the concept. But yeah, it definitely. They're I think they're just kind of like halfway through the writing process. They're like, eh, we're tired. We're tired. <laughs> Let's just wrap it up. We're done doing uh, this. It was like yeah, it was like Seinfeld when it ended. You're just kind of like, oh. Okay, that's that. Moving on. 
it's over. Yeah, wait get till, a new show. Yeah, wait till it's out on something for free. Uh, all right, all last, right. Uh, I still need to see that because I, but I haven't seen the pre, the number, the sequel to that or the second Wait, one? trilogy, Glass. Oh, yeah, I that's good. I can't not that's watch good. the other one first. Uh, number seven, The Upside. Six, Cold Pursuit. I don't even know what that is. Uh, cold Pursuit, Cold Pursuit. Uh, number five, either. yeah, number five, Happy Death Day to You. Oh, that's a sequel. Yeah, and it's supposed to be good. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen all the billboards around LA. Four, What Men Want. Number three, Isn't It Romantic? And top two, The Lego Movie Two. (laughs) Subtitle: The Second Part. (laughs) Yep. Those crush, man. You make a movie that it can make it. Parent has to take their kid. That's automatically two ticket sales for one visit. So, uh, kids. It does look fun, though. Yeah, it does for sure. Uh, Number one, which I've actually heard really poor reviews on was alita battle angel i've heard not good yeah. about that i want i'm uh I'm, I'm seeing that thursday night with aaron yeah and i our, our friend austin wasn't happy it didn't sound like i, I yeah I'm, I'm not thrilled about it it yeah. like it looked it looks like it's gonna have some problems i anticipate some, <laughs> a certain amount of specific problems yeah. Based and, on what uh, Austin put, I think the same thing. Yeah, but I'm gonna see it Thursday so I can give a review yeah, after that. We'll do that. Yeah, because I don't. We don't have to have both seen it. So. <sighs> and well, okay, well, that was it. We hammered it out. That was the weekend box office. <laughs> All right, and a quick little. People are gonna start calling the sponsorship, but it's just not. I gotta say thank you and a shout out to people that are literally and metaphorically making this show happen show show <laughs> let it all out these are the shears that we shear about i need to edit out that shear part because i'm sure it's part of the sound clip that makes it make sense but <laughs> <laughs> anyway i just seriously want to do a huge quick shout out um to america supply co all the people that are asking yes the shirts are going to be available probably this week i had the prototype one and it's cool i can't believe i actually walked around a gym with a shirt with a logo of mine on it designed by rf scott imagery um, nice yeah i've worked together with her since Colorado. i moved lived in colorado uh so all that gear's coming out there's gonna be hats or shirts fans can help design ideas um and another huge shout out uh you know who you are when you listen. I, I want to keep her name anonymous, but she helped get all the equipment and the apps to kind of upgrade the show to another level. So you know who you are, uh, and it means a lot. So thank you much. That was pretty much unless Scott has somebody they, you want to thank. Like, do you want to? Yes, I have a shout out to every single person listening to the show uh, just in general because you you're the there. people who are listening to us. Babylon about all kinds of nonsense so we hope that we're being entertaining there we go all right so that was our quick shout out thanks everyone all right and as we kind of polish this uh artistic podcast of a turd um a segment we're bringing in is uh lessons learned particularly it's going to be on Mondays because it seems like you know a weekend you have 48 hours to have things go good bad right wrong Sure. And, um, sometimes the lessons are very big and provocative and uh, life-changing. Uh, and for today, though, the other extreme is lessons that are pretty trivial, but somebody could learn from us. So today, 
<laughs> it's sad. Today we're going to discuss what Scott and I learned this weekend. You, all right? I learned it by watching you. <laughs> I, love oh, watch, I love watching your reaction. Because <laughs> uh, right great. now it's fresh. You haven't heard these. And now uh, sooner or later you'll be sick of them. So this is a segment, like I said, we're going to do our little lessons learned and, and, and pass on our little gems of knowledge. And uh, I'll, I'll let the, uh, the visitor go first. So Scott, well, Scott learned some stuff today, this weekend. Yeah, I, I would say it's like it's a life lesson that in general, I feel you probably as a person learn over and over again. <laughs> but uh, it, you still got to say it. Procrastination, folks. Let's, let's not procrastinate. Like... For example, for example, what brings this up, Scott? Uh, for example, if let's say, you know, something is bothering you even just a little bit and you're like, uh, you know what? I'll take care of that later. You're going to keep doing that over and over again until it finally does bother you enough that you go, oh, man, my toilet is disgusting. <laughs> I need to get in there with like a scrub brush and some bleach. Maintenance is always what easier. What the hell? <laughs> How did this happen? How did it get this far? Because I kept saying, uh, "I'll get, I'll clean it next time." Yep. It, well, when I my thing is because now I live alone, and um, it will take uh, an act of God for somebody to ever see my home because I'm I'm embarrassed by its size. <laughs> um, yeah, toilet cleaning is one thousand percent on me. There's no like if you have the risk of somebody coming over, you're like oh, I got to keep my <laughs> my poop together um no pun intended but yeah you <laughs> you have the chance somebody can see uh how gross you can be as a human because we can be pretty gross men especially we're we're gross we're just gross and we don't even mean to be That's yeah, exactly <laughs> but yeah there's no forced accountability um and i why are not to be gross but why are toilets white like that's the I don't worst. Know. Like, it makes zero sense to me. It's one of the worst designs ever to hide. It's it's like having a white car in rainy Georgia. Your car is always going to be gross and covered in mud. It's always <laughs> going to look a little gross. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Well, thanks, Scott. Procrastination leads to dirty toilets. <laughs> yes, it does. It definitely does. <laughs> so knowledge is power. I'm going to be that DJ. Um, well, mine is equally as trivial and non-consequential when it comes to people out there trying to, you know, find cures for cancer. Um, I learned if you polish your boots well, if you're a boot polisher, uh, if, you know, for me, it obviously comes from the army. But I went and did a photo shoot, uh, the Jack Reacher one I did up in the mountains. And uh, my boots were covered in mud. And because I had a good polish on them, hose dried off and they're safe and clean. So back in the days, nobody does this anymore. Uh, polish your boots. They'll... You, you take care of them, they'll take care of you. These boots are easily 10 years old. So that's that's as deep as my lesson learned goes today. <laughs> Always be prepared. Yeah. So uh, because I took so much time off of the show, I normally have like my note app and I have uh, like show notes and ideas just so when I have them throughout the day, I jot it down. Uh, so it's kind of scarce. But now that the uh, neurons are up and firing for the show and now that they're making clothing, I kind of have to get, kind of have to contribute a lot more. Uh, so... That Gotta come it. up with some more catchphrases. Oh, yeah, I know. For sure. I don't know. Knowledge is power is a good one. Um, so that's that. Sad, uh, but hopefully you learn to clean your toilet and polish your boots. And both could, <laughs> they could, both, be <laughs> they could both be some sort of weird euphemism. <laughs> All right. 
moving on. I know I started every segment with so we're all right. It's really, yeah, it's yeah. really annoying. Well, there's there's like, better ways to segue. We'll, we'll, we'll have to work on these segues. I, my segues are uh, the Daniel Tosh of podcasts. They just all right. very, very <laughs> painful. And they're, they're just like, oh, you're taking that. It's happening. It's like, oh, this just happened. Yeah. Okay. For those I, didn't, know, I had no say in this. Yeah. It just happened to me. For those of you who don't know, uh, Daniel Tosh, I, I I almost listen to his stand-up every morning on the way to the gym. And uh, his, what is it called, non-sequitur? Is that what that means? Like when it's just... Yeah, non-sequitur. Yeah. His comedy has no... And he actually makes jokes within the jokes about how his comedy doesn't connect. And uh, it's very disjointed. But that's that. That's the Daniel Tosh reference. reference. <laughs> uh, that brings us to this segment. Um, it, Scott and I are now testing out today it's called guilty pleasures um where we're going to admit or confess some sort of guilty pleasure it can be something uh physical spiritual entertainment uh anything and everything goes so it's now scott and i's homework throughout the days or the week as we record to jot down moments where you're like oh god if somebody actually saw me do this and not too gross <laughs> you wouldn't want anybody to know about it um, yeah everybody everybody <laughs> poops um <laughs> but uh, so that, that brings us to our, oh, oh, sorry. Da, 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 da. That brings us to today's segment, Guilty Pleasures. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. That's great. That was, that's a good one. I'm proud of that one. Um, well done. Well yeah, done. thank you. Uh, yeah, you're getting your money's worth, folks. Uh, so do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Uh, we're gonna, uh you, today's, you start. okay, I started today's, yeah, you did. Today's topic we're going to do is movies. It can either be a specific one or even a genre. Um, but I referenced this, uh, on an Instagram story the other day. I was auditioning for a very, this is actually brilliant. Scott, you'll love this. Um, did I sign an NDA? No. Okay. I did not. <laughs> so the, it's a play on the, the cliche, like Hallmark Christmas movies that are just churned out you know in the holiday yeah. season like if you have the hallmark channel there's new christmas movies all the time um they're right. always casting they're always making them but the play on this one i think i won't give away the title of the, the film but it's basically about these two women that watch these christmas movies and you know they're all idealized kind of like soap opera that stereotype like they're just obsessed with these christmas movies and then i can't remember the plot twist but somehow they end up in one of the christmas movies like kind of all a matrix-ish yes and so it's like yes. this hyper reality of like so like they're real people living in this hyper reality where everybody's perfect and like the guy i auditioned for he, everything he says is perfect he's the perfect guy he, but oh my God. it's 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 like just that it's right like if zero is neutral and normal the performances outside of the two women are like a at a two so they're just surreal <laughs> enough so like my whole audition piece i had to be like I had to be like, what can I do for you? No, I'm perfect. And so it was like, it bordered on, it was, it was, yeah, it was just this hyper reality where if you didn't know the plot, you would think I was just a really crappy actor. You're like a, like a, like a Stepford husband. Exactly. Yeah. The perfect example. Yeah. So it was exactly like that. So Got it. Uh, what brought that up is on the way there, uh, I don't know if it's actors do this. It's not a it's crazy, insane method actory thing, but I dig, I'll create a playlist for auditions that just kind of get me where I need to be. And I knew right what I was going to go to, the Love Actually soundtrack. And, nice. Uh, that is my guilty pleasure. I'm not ashamed of it, but it's, it's I guess it's a confessed uh, guilty pleasure. This entire Christmas break, because I was mostly sick the entire time laying in bed, I probably watched Love Actually all round down to 15 times. 
easy <laughs> in like two weeks. <laughs> Which, and the irony of it is, uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, so it's not maybe the movie that's the guilty pleasure. It's the fact I watched it almost 15 times. That's the guilty yeah, confession. That's, that's the part. That's but the part the, that's uh, got me laughing. Yeah, but the, uh, the, uh, the sick irony is, is I'm, I can be very jaded and bitter, and Scott knows me well enough that I'll, I'll harbor a lot of resentment in life. And the person that brought that to my life was my, uh, we were together at the time, but my, at the time, wife. She loved that movie, so she watched it every holiday. And so, for some reason, I should hate it. And I don't watch it because I miss her or long for her, but I, I don't know why. For some reason, I can not associate her with it, whereas normally you'd be like, I can't watch that movie ever again. She's ruined it for me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I can watch the whole thing, and the only thing I'm like, oh, I remember... I almost said her name. I, I remember she liked it, you know, but beyond that, I, I freaking love that movie, man. Damn. Like, I'm in love with Kira Knightley in that movie, even though she uh, looks like she's 12, but she still looks that way now. Uh, yeah. And then the fact uh, Rick Grimes is in it as a sensitive little soft Brit. Um, yep. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I don't care. So, yeah, that's my guilty confession. Not the movie. Okay. More the fact I watched it 15 times. <laughs> Love actually. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I've seen Love Actually a good number of times. It, it's it's got some nostalgia to it. It's got some it's got some good yeah. moments. It's and it's fun. not it's, it's not fun. a crappy Christmas movie. Like it hap to me, I think it it happens over Christmas. You know, obviously. Yeah. But it's that's not like I don't know. It's a Christmas movie. Obviously, I don't know. I'm biased. My favorite sections are definitely the parts with Bill Nighy, where yeah. he's like the aged rock star being is, all yeah. weird and ridiculous. He's, that he's actor perfect. Is brilliant. What a brilliant he's actor. Because it was funny, because I, I mean, I knew of him, but I mostly knew him from my other, I don't want to say guilty pleasure, but like the, the Underworld series. Like, so yeah, to see yeah. him go from that to the washed out Coke addict rock star. God, it was a beautiful performance. He's a great actor. Yeah. I love that dude. All right. So, uh, Scott. Guilty pleasures. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna give people a couple, oh. couple guilty pleasures. It's like confession. movies specifically. Uh, one, Starship Troopers. Ooh, that movie is arguably that. bad. It's <laughs> arguably terrible. It's so bad, it's good. It's so bad, it's good. It <laughs> really is. And also, like, if you rewatch it now, like, it's. It's so weirdly topical. Oh, God, yeah. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God. When did you, you go watch from, it laugh? Like, all these years thinking, oh, this is, like, this garbage, ridiculous movie. And then yeah. you watch it, like, now in recent times, and you're like, my God, this is a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, did you – when was the last time you watched it recently, in recent? I watched it, like, less than a month ago. Same. Yeah, probably on Netflix because they just got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Oh my! Yeah, because oh when I watched gosh. it, it came out when I was junior high or high school, maybe. Yeah, you don't think there's any political undertones at all. Uh, oh yeah. But yeah, it's, it's oh, it's so brilliant. It's such a hard line. It's amazing. It's so it's so bad and it's so good. Have you seen any so, of the sequels? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh. I've heard about them and I've I've been curious, but I'm also like, God. They yeah, it's 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 it hurts to be the worst. Straight to DVD. Oh yeah. Well, and I mean, to the actor's credit, you're like, I, the dude's like, I just want to be in movies. So, uh, but Mr. Rico, yeah. I, I haven't seen him in anything other than me. So why not? Right. Why not? Yeah. I, yeah. Um, it's one of my, what's, um, 
oh god there's a line that the military we always said oh you, you want to live forever we would always say that stupid stupid thing in some uh, prior to just a bunch of dumb guys going to do green beret crap and oh that was one god. of the things like come on you son of the you know you want to live forever and we're like oh wow if i die tonight on this mission in iraq and the last thing out of my mouth was a was a starship starship troopers, troopers, quote, troopers, starship troopers quote. oh my god oh, i'll be at the pearly gates i'm like no you can't say that stuff before you come in here. <laughs> All right. Um, and then I've got another one. Yeah. Which uh, two? I got two more. And they're both movies in the same vein where they're like, they're so bad. But they're so bad to me that they're good again. Uh, one of them is Semi-Pro, which is the ill-fated Will Ferrell basketball movie. Oh, my God. I haven't even seen that. You got to track it down and watch it because I feel like you will feel the same way I do where you watch it. Like the first time you watch this movie, you're like, you know what? This is kind of bad. And then like the more the movie goes on, you're just like tickled by how bad it is. Then you kind of fall in love with how bad it is. (laughs) Now, did they try? Like, was this the Will Ferrell vehicle, like, trying to stay on the I, I, I have no idea, but, like, the cast makes it hard to not want to see what they're doing because it's, like, it's it's Will Ferrell and it's Woody Harrelson and it's Andre 3000. That's right. Oh, my God. And it's, like, ridiculous, but really good at the same time. It's just because it's so bad. Yeah. Well, it's just, like, a ridiculous one-liners. It's got some perfect ridiculous one-liners. Like a, just... Is it a Canadian basketball team or what's the... Like I, oh yeah, they're okay. like in. A, uh, it's not Canadian, they're, but they're like. I feel like it's like Michigan a, or something. Yeah, like some. And they're not farm. an official NBA team, but they're really trying hard to be. <laughs> so they have to like qualify by the end of the last game. And I like it. It's it's insane, <laughs> and uh, Will Ferrell is like the, the one of the players and also the owner slash manager of the basketball team. <laughs> now i gotta see well he uh yeah, yeah we have well i think we talked about it offline but like uh sherlock what Holmes oh Watson. man Did i you finally see it? saw that uh is it uh, oh man it's not great will no uh, yeah I don't know um, why they did that maybe it's just one of those things where like when it gets when it gets to like such a unique type of comedy like that could be said for adam sandler like they have their very set niche yeah and it's not that they're bad at it but if it that niche is narrow you you can only bounce back and forth with different plots doing this and but you have to still do the same thing so yeah god bless uh <laughs> yeah but that movie and then the last one yeah. and I'll, I'll try to wrap it up quick uh strange wilderness Ooh, I if know you've that is. never seen strange wilderness it is one of the happy madison movies oh god and <laughs> it's about like it's starring steve steve zahn and oh, uh, the rest oh, of the no, usual the Happy Madison the, crew. And yeah, they're like, film, uh, they're, or, uh, yeah, they're, uh, like they're a nature wild, show. The nature show, yeah. Yeah, it's like a comedic nature show thing. And here's the thing. This movie is terrible. It is real bad. It's got like a few sparks of funny throughout, but it's mostly terrible. Oh, and However, has, what's his butt? Um, the other funny guy, Jer- uh, John, Jason, oh, what's his name? Oh, Justin Long. Yeah, yeah. Justin Long. But like, there's some, there's so much ridiculous shit throughout the movie that it kind of like saves it a little bit. But for me, it's my guilty pleasure because I could sit through that entire terrible movie just to get to like the, the, the last five minutes of the movie, where they're doing like a nature documentary featuring a shark, and 
It's the stupidest thing, but it's just like a shark swimming towards the screen and somebody making a stupid Narrating. laugh sound. Yeah. So hold yeah. on. I remember the trailer. Um, so, oh my God. Yeah. I remember I, the trailer is like, actually quite funny. So uh, again, poor podcasting. Go ahead. When you watch the trailer, like it's in the trailer and it's funny in the trailer. But yeah. when you watch the movie, you forget about that part completely. Yeah. And then it appears and it just like, <laughs> I nearly like wet myself <laughs> laughing the first time I saw it. Well, hey, uh, leave it to Scott and I. We're going to um, pitch shows that are probably six to seven, eight years old. So here is the trailer <laughs> for uh, Strange Wilderness. Maybe. Maybe. I got the audio set up right. Over here, we spot some South American gazelles. This gazelle is eating a flower. This lion is eating the gazelle, but he'll probably spit out the flower. This is it. Our entire voiceover for our show on bears is written on a cocktail napkin. Yeah, we wrote it last night at PJ Mahoney's. That's great. <laughs> bears derive their name from a football team in Chicago. No, wrong. It is estimated that bears kill over 2 million salmon a year. Attacks by salmon on bears are much more rare. All right, that's gotta be true, right? All right, let's go with that one. And this is strange wilderness. We have sound speed now. No matter how many sea lions are eaten each year by sharks, it never seems like enough. The show sucks. Two weeks from now, the show is canceled. Thank you very much. We're not canceled yet. Hey, Junior, how about you? Fresh blood, you got any ideas? What? Sorry. Dude, what is on your eyes? Oh, oh, man. I got these tattoos on my eyelids to make it look like when I was sleeping that pe people would think that I was awake. <laughs> That's Bigfoot. I know where he's hiding. This is exactly what we needed. Is that a thong you're wearing? <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing a thong. Sharks can only be found in two places on Earth, the northern and southern hemispheres. <laughs> These sharks are attacking Nicole Richie. Yes, the shark is a, what the, man, look at that thing's teeth. Strange wilderness. Oh my god, I'm sweating and laughing so hard. So if you like, all right, so that that bit with the shark is at the end of the movie, and I promise you, you forget that it's coming. Yeah. And then when it happens, you're like, oh my god, this is great. Yeah. For those of you like stupid comedies, it's it's definitely and it has like the entourage of entourages because it has Billy or Adam Sandler's crew. Yeah, uh, that always plays his best friends and the dummies. But then it has uh, not Seth Rogen, um, Justin jo Long, Justin Jonah Long. Hill. Jonah Hill, yeah, it's quite a comedy. Sucks it didn't do well, but I'm gonna I might watch it tonight. To be honest with you, it's it's ridiculous yeah. and worth the watch because, like I said, it's it's terrible, but it's so worth watching. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, that was guilty pleasures. Uh, the quantity of times I watched uh, Love Actually and Scott's. A love of Starship Troopers, uh, Strange Wilderness, and uh, what was the other one? 
It's the hold music. Hold music. I legitimately forgot. <laughs> Did you? Huh. Anyway, moving on. Oh, oh semi pro. There we go. Semi pro. And that was Guilty Pleasures. <laughs> and because Scott and I, speaking of movies, horrible segue. Speaking of movies, uh, Scott is a filmmaker. I act and dabble in filmmaking, producing, or whatever. Uh, Scott and I have a vested interest in uh, what happens in this... I was going to say godforsaken, but that's a little strong. But in this godforsaken city. <laughs> and the Oscars are coming up. So, uh, oh, so, boy. Yeah, so some stuff to talk about with the Oscars and today's actor chat. Well, I'm an actor, right? So I got to keep my emotions right at the surface, you know? That's that. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's actor chat because it's from the point of view of me. But what I want to talk about is uh, anybody's seen uh, it's because of social media. It's everywhere on any meme or any splash ad. The uh, the Oscars uh, earlier last week uh, announced they were going to put <coughs> editing, lighting and uh, like s cinematography air the, those awards during the commercial. They, they they put I can't remember all five, but it was five categories that they're going to put during the commercials that yeah. are frankly like some of the most crucial parts of filmmaking. For sure. But as I know you're going to say, because yeah. it's true, there's a category altogether that is doesn't exist that yeah. should. Stunts. Yeah, and so what happened? What happened was is um, yeah the Oscars announced they're going to. Put this for those who don't know. The Oscars have always had to air various awards on the commercials. It's just it's already a nine-hour-long show, so they it just was a process of elimination. But the problem is that, in my opinion, they're putting in so much work to the production, like all the musical numbers and all the bull crap. Like back in like the I don't know twenties and thirties, the Oscars they just stood up, did their awards, left, you know, and that was it. They didn't have all these numbers and the intros and all this banter and the funny, clever, crappy jokes in between. Um, but it just got so long they had to start throwing more during the commercials. And for some reason they picked, for those of you listening that are in filmmaking, obviously there's no one more important category, but some of them are obviously they didn't exist. The film literally can't exist. So right. you could get rid of crafty, I don't know, and a movie could still be made. Not like that's an award category, but that's my extreme example. Yeah. But if you don't have editing, which is creating the thing in literally editing. making yeah. the movie literally making the movie from the footage or uh, i want to say cinematography cinematography which is the guy painting the picture with a camera and pressing record not to trivialize it if you didn't have those the film would not exist and then so uh, filmmakers to their credit or the film community and i, I want to say some pretty big names were very 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 vocal about how that was a bunch of bullcrap and uh which was awesome because the the um the what does he call it no, the academy crapped their pants and said, okay, sorry, sorry, never mind. It's going to all be aired during the, the awards thing. So great, cool. But now here's where I'm coming. So I know it's, I assume you're the same way, Scott. You agree that it's good that they're, they reverse their decision. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The, the Oscars, without my, the follow up to this rant, uh, it's, it's still a really long ceremony. <laughs> like it's, yeah, yeah it, I, I don't even know who's hosting it this year. Do you know? Nobody. What? 
That's yeah. Nobody's hosting. Nobody. They, uh, as I understand, there were several people that were going to host, and then several. Each oh, person geez, that was going Kevin to host Hart had was, like wasn't Hart going to, and then his yeah yeah. Every, there's various controversies with each person that was going to, and then now nobody wants the job, so nobody's taking the job, so Good. nobody's hosting. I mean, I could respect that. I mean, that 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 thing goes south. It's forever embedded in our memory. Um, but yeah. So okay. Wow. No host, and they're still running out of time. I mean, that's last I heard. Uh, I'll yeah. actually, I could check right now. Yeah, I was just looking at uh, the categories that they were excluding were cinematography, film editing, live action, live action short and makeup and hairstyling. Those so live action yeah. short uh, and hair and like makeup and hairstyling. I, I'm fine with the live action short one happening during commercial break because it's a short. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah, great that it's being yeah. at the Oscars, but. Yeah, and that's the thing is a lot of us, myself included, I don't have every category memorized. And there are, if you ever get on the Oscars website or the Academy, it's probably on the Academy's website or any website actually, and look at the amount oh, yeah. of categories there are, there's probably things you didn't even know existed. Like there's, there's like best, yeah, there's like best foreign film as a cartoon under 20 minutes in black and white. You know, there's just yep. some obscure, obscure categories. So not to trivialize it but you know it's the nature of the beast that's why football is always on but lacrosse isn't it's just the nature of entertainment and and at the end of the day money and all that crap so it's cool they did that but that brings me to part two uh of the rant is for those who don't know this is not the time i say literal and don't mean it like some people do i do it myself People have literally died making movies and TV shows, performing stunts. Yep. Literally died. Uh, there was one on The Walking Dead. Um, a woman was a stunt double for um, uh, Mila Jovovich. Uh, she's not dead, but her neck is all jacked up, and she's an amputee. Oh, now. Resident Evil. Yeah, on Resident Evil, she's an amputee. And the reason I'm passionate about it, I'm actually relatively objectively passionate about because I, I kind of dabble in the perimeter of the stunt world uh, but I'm not of it so much like I've hired been hired for stunt roles here and there but it's mostly because of my special skills in the military I have stunt training but it's not my pursuit per se but as Scott knows and Scott via me we've all I've become friends with some very very substantial stunt people not in a name droppy way but I now have an intimate like outsider's view as to f how important stunts are and how much work the Here's a perfect example we bring back Fast and Furious. This was where it was fully painted on, painted for me how if you take Fast and Furious, and I'm not trying to ruin, ruin movie for anybody, and just, and like, let's just use Vin Diesel and all the main cast. If you subtract them from the shots where you actually see their face, not the back of their head, because that could be an extra, like, but where you actually see their face in a shot and you get rid of that throughout the movie, the, re the what's left in that two-hour movie, let's say, that uh, one hour and 50 minutes <laughs> is all stunts and what's called second unit. It's all the, basically they have to schedule and shoot based off, you know, their, their lead actors. So if there's a car jumping off the side of the mountain, they're not going to schedule Vin Diesel to come in that day. There's, it's senseless. So they have a stunt double. They obviously have all that stuff. And then the actors will do the acty stuff on other days. So movies, especially, especially action movies, they're, the second unit, which is like the stunts and all this stuff. Second unit is everything that is not the main actors, like right. the main, like that could be everything from cars and explosions to a shot where they have to see a hand, grab a door handle that yep. they didn't hire Vin Diesel to come in and open the door unless they grab the shot. But second to that is what a lot of people, they all assume. Yeah. Fast and furious. Of course, there's stunt people and risking their lives and dying. 
But what's funny is everything has a stunt consultant. Sometimes they're really funny. Like I have a friend that just did a stunt where they had to actually run it through the stunt coordinator for her to fall to the ground because by legal and liability and union definitions, it was a stunt. So they actually had to lay a pad down, rehearse her. I, I fall when I get out of bed. So, you know, 90% of my day is a stunt. So there's stunts involved in everything. And then obviously the more dangerous and drastic ones are very life risking and people have died. So uh, I don't have a, a, what is it, a horse in this race, a dog in this fight, more other than just pure support. Um, and it's funny because some big name, I don't even know who, who started, I'm not sure if you know, Scott, who started screaming about those categories going during commercials. I want to, I want to say big name filmmakers and directors. They oh, a bunch mind. of people were, uh, one of them, uh, notably Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. He posted about it. Uh, he said, I actually have it up cool. now. He said, I would not presume to, to suggest what categories should occur during commercials on Oscars night, but please cinematography <laughs> and editing are at the very heart of our craft. Yep. They are not inherited from a theatrical or literary tradition. They are cinema itself. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, perfect. So obviously a lot of these big names went to bat for those categories and it reversed the uh, Academy's decision. But uh, I, I've even gone to protests. I've gone to big um, community. What do you call it? Like, uh, what, are, what are those called when you all like go like uh, I always picture um, rally parks and rec where they go to like the, the city, oh, city hall stuff. I've gone to big oh, city yeah, hall events. Town hall. Yeah, town hall. Thank you. I've gone to a bunch of town hall stuff with the stunt, uh, stunt men and women at SAG after building, and and uh, and it's astonishing. They've done protests. They've done this. They've done that. But for whatever reason, big name stunt person ec- or famous director, whatever, isn't back in their play, and the Academy still won't give them a category <laughs> like, yeah take any of the matrix and that's the thing is it's funny because now now that movies like uh um oh the marvel movie that got recognition black panther um now that movies that you wouldn't think would be in the like on the radar because they got a golden globe didn't they or are they nominated for an academy i think award? i think oh. they got nominated okay so movies like Black Panther and all these movies that you're like, okay, cliche stunt movies. Now that those are actually getting recognition, you know, it's, there's a lot more weight to all these stunt people actually definitely deserving credit because those movies wouldn't exist. Take um, Mad Max. That was where a lot happened is if you get rid of the stunts in the new Mad Max movie, that movie doesn't exist. So if movies are getting recognized for, you know, best picture or anything, they automatically, that movie need to be recognized the things that help make that movie a movie you know just as much as lighting and cinematography these movies and then uh, you know heath ledger getting nominated for batman that movie couldn't have existed without stunts you get rid of the stunts that movie wouldn't existed heath ledger wouldn't have had the performance somebody died during the dark knights filming too exactly yeah yeah oh god that's right yeah so a challenge a statistic to be pulled where people unless it's like some hollywood drug overdose no disrespect to mr ledger but like pull some statistic where people have literally died make filmmaking other than obscure random accidents where these people are willing to they obviously if one person's died and people continue doing stunts they inherently now know wow it is possible for me to die doing my job you know it's not like they're going to oh yeah so they're still literally signing up going, you know, it's not like if they're doing that stunt, quote unquote stunt, right? They fall to the ground where they're like, oh, I might die today on set shooting Jane the Virgin. No, you might not. But 
there there are stunts especially the ones scott and i know these guys they do i, I know the fast and furious stunt crew those do they're defying death even though they do all the um safety precautions uh it's a, it's a astonishing they're alive um and yeah scott probably knows this uh these people they're like rodeo they're like bull riders they're so broken you can't do that to your body and be right uh one of the guys i know he's i think he's pushing 65 or 70 and he does a lot of the main driving for the fast and furious still and he did a lot of the driving for venom he did a lot of the motorcycle stunts for venom and mm. y- your body can't do that and not even a little nod like hey thanks guys you helped make our movie good so if you have any power on social media, I guess social media and the internet is is all almighty. You can post, you know, st- stand up for stunts is the hashtag. Um, yeah, stunts should definitely get a category. Yeah, that blows my mind. Like, I actually can't <clears throat> think of any other category that doesn't have a category already. Like, is, I mean, is there? A, I can't think of. No, uh, like crafty, literally everything crafty else doesn't does. have one. I guess like, crafty does not have one. True, those but are the people. I'm sorry. Think, yeah, crafty doesn't need. Um, yeah, they don't. They're not part of the movie. They're part of what happens. That's like giving an award for to Ford for being the vehicle that drove the equipment to the set. Right, right. Um, yeah, stunts. It blows my mind that they're still. Uh, yeah. Certain so, farmers are very undervalued. Yeah, so uh, I, I have a lot of great friends that do it. A lot of them are very working. And just like actors, you know, they're they're putting food on the table, hustling and praying, and then to add the level of, you know, risk of being hurt and or in this a lot of cases, some cases dying. You know, dang, mm-hmm. you know, they're not doing it for the award. That's what makes, I don't know, it kind of makes them the blue collar of filmmaking. They're just doing it because they love their work. But, you know, a little, a little nod wouldn't hurt <laughs> yeah not, a nod would be nice so it, it's a i think it's well deserved yeah we're pretty yeah. good on schedule so um with that being said we'll uh wrap up a little bit of the acting hollywood complaining <laughs> yeah so to wrap up and we'll get a little bit of uh, humor to the show ending with a little bit of if you get education out of this uh, it's a bonus we'll play we're going to play a little bit of uh fan favorite uh, but by definition it's the only game i play uh cowboy term or sex term yeah! Yeah! all right i'm gonna have to have you tell me how to do all that peaky stuff and fix that glad y'all could hear that uh, part of the show um so Ooh. cowboy term or sex term for those who don't know i'm gonna give scott a term and it's either going to be a cowboy term, like a Western thing, or a sex term, pornographic, educational, or otherwise. And then before I tell him what the term, what it is or isn't, he's also got to give me what he thinks the definition would be. Uh, keeping it PG-13, which adds to the humor if it's a very pornographic sex term. And if it's ironically a cowboy term and he goes off this deep sexual perversion trail, it's even way more entertaining because then you just find out he was completely wrong. Uh, and then you'll hear a sound effect that correlates with what the right answer is. So if it is a cowboy term, you will hear. And if it is a sex term, you're going to hear one of my most favorite games. I'm bringing sexy back. Oh, so, yeah. I love that game so much. That and uh, what was it? Quake. Oh, yeah. I loved Quake. Quake they in the dorms. The, the land, the land, con- or the land games in the, in oh, the dorms man. back in the day. I lived in the dorms. All right. Um, Give me a, Scott, I'll let you pick because the sites I'm using are alphabetical for both cowboy term and sex term. Give me a letter and I'll do an alphabetical one today. 
Okay. Uh, Q. Oh, you dick. <laughs> uh, is there enough? That's it. All right, we can make that happen. There's obviously options in both, but I'm sure there are. In the other one. <laughs> so stand by. The letter Q. And as I've said before in other shows, if I die, everyone, please tell my mother this is for entertainment purposes only. This <laughs> website I'm using because it's pretty atrocious. Oh, there might not actually be any cues. Hold up. I should have. This is what is called pre production. Should have been done before we started recording. Whoops. Uh, L. M. If I, not Q, then P. If I weren't doing the work, I would also play hold music, but we're almost to Q. God dang, there's a lot of sex terms. Okay. Oh, good. These are good. All right. <laughs> All right. We will do cowboy term or sex term. We'll do number one. Cowboy term or sex term. <laughs> Quirly. Q-U-I-R-L-E-Y. Quirly. What? Yeah, cowboy term or sex term. Quirly? Yeah. The hell? <laughs> I didn't, uh, it didn't sound like a word. It doesn't. It sounds like a, like a swirly, but... Yeah. Quirly. Mm, quirly. quirly. Uh, I'm going to go with sex term, because right. it's just a weird word. <laughs> Quirly. Uh, what would that mean? You know what? I'm going to ride that swirly train of thought I had, okay. and I'm going to say it's like, uh, I don't know. Gosh, this is going to be graphic. I have to choose my words carefully. Let's say if, if you were... <laughs> I love this so much. You were to get a swirly. Okay. Uh, within... And Your by swirly to make sure we're on the same nether regions. Just a sec, by so we're on the same page. Swirly is like when uh, bullies will take something and turn you upside down and put your head in the toilet and flush it. Yes. Okay, so that's our basis what you're using. A swirly within your partner's Who nether are? regions. <laughs> okay. Or something. I don't Some know. Some derivative thereof. So Scott says sex term and uh, the the sex version of a swirly. Uh, in, is he right? Nope. It is. Well, now I'm just gross. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite part of it. That's when I, I like you being wrong very grossly. A uh, quirly means to roll your own cigarette. What? I, I, it's the website. It's got to be true. My goodness. <laughs> Internet. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So moving on. There's actually some more for both categories than I thought there would be. What sucks is so many of them uh, in the Q category of sex terms, you can imagine what a large chunk of them are. Mm. Uh, this is just going to be for entertainment value. I'm sure you'll already get it. Uh, mm. <sighs> All of the anticipation is killing me. I know. All right, so... Can't decide if I'm gonna pump fake you or not pump fake. All right, Q. Uh, Cowboy term or sex term number two. Quarterbacking. I'm worried I asked you this one in the past. Quarterbacking. I feel like you might have. You may have. But I don't recognize the definition. Yeah, I don't recognize this definition. Quarterbacking, like a quarterback in football. Ing. 
Oh boy. Okay, I'm 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 going sex term. I'm going sex term for quarterbacking, and uh, I'm gonna say uh, it's probably some reference to the position of like you know you're bent over behind somebody else, like you're trying to catch the football, but in this case, it's sexual. So okay. I don't know. <laughs> you either pass an equipment or you're given some equipment. Picture painted. <laughs> so Scott says sex term and a pretty decent definition. Cowboy term or sex term. I'm bringing sexy back. He's right. Uh... It is a sex term. Uh, and it's, I would have thought what you said um, when this quarterback has taken a snap from the center, pretty much that just sexually. But, you know, this, this website says when, can I read all this? Okay. When defecating in a filthy toilet, one squats oh, no. above the seat. So named as a person holding such a pose looks like a quarterback waiting for the snap. Oh, I don't God. know how that's sexual. It's just talking about using a dirty toilet. Oh. So, yeah. Oh. I mean, Why is that quarterbacking? I, I don't know. Like, I, it's to me, that's just doing an air chair. What the hell? That's just using a gross public toilet where you just oh, man. do the floating air chair. Goodness. Yeah. I mean, that's sorry. Um, and lastly, okay. Ooh, this one's good. Uh, last number three, quarter, quarterback, cowboy term or sex term, quim, Q-U-I-M. Quim? Quim. I mean, that sounds gross. <laughs> quim. What the hell is a quim? Uh, I'm going to quim you. No. <laughs> exactly. that's, Can you use yeah. it in a sentence? Uh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Could you, use it, <laughs> could you use it in a sentence? Is it something? Is it a verb? Is it a noun? Is it a mineral? Is it uh, uh, It is a noun. I'll, I'll help guide you. It's a noun, okay. A quim. Perhaps it's a piece of equipment. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna go cowboy term. Okay. And I have no idea, but I'm gonna say it's some kind of tool, probably used in like, I don't know, horseshoeing a rodeo. All right. So Scott says cowboy term, and uh, is it a cowboy term or a sex term? I'm bringing sexy back. It's a sex term. <laughs> You're one for three. It's okay. We all have our bad days. And it is uh, simply a vagina. What? Uh, all right. You know what here, slang let's, is let's this? Let's educate the world here. I'm going to look up quim. Uh, What's the word? What's it when you like quin uh, or, or origination? What is it when you're looking up the the derivative der, der, derivative of a word? Yeah, I think it is the derivative or der, derivative. No, the origin. Um, a noun, plural, quims, vulgar slang. Uh, the female genitalia. Uh, that's on Wikipedia. So. Well, I'll be damned. Uh, but that's what a dictionary. It's even in the dictionary. That's what I was gonna say. It's on dictionary.com. British. Back in the day. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, that's something that's very British. 1725 yep, that's to 1735. Yep. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll give the British that. That's that's definitely. Oh, their, uh, you know what? I've actually their... heard that. You mewling quim. I think I've it was on. That. I've heard it in Snatch, Ironic Choice of Words, or Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Like, I, I could oh, hear it be that yeah. cockney, that cockney thickness. Like, um, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, we should have known that. 
But we're oh, all it a little is bit like, smarter. Wow, that's like it's like a misogynistic insult. Oh, for basically. sure. Oh yeah, it's not it's not something you call your mother. <laughs> well, goodness gracious. So yeah, that was uh, cowboy term or sex term. I will do better. And we're pretty. We're getting. This is getting to be a pretty good show. We're at an hour and seven, and oh, wrapping it up. Snap. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. Uh, so, anything you want to say, Scott, before I ramble? Uh, I just want to say that uh, it's. Uh, I feel like it's important as we're recording this for Monday, and it's today is Sunday. That while we are both working, it's important to find time for. An, a little bit of relaxing on your weekend. So make sure you give yourself at least a couple hours to just relax and do nothing or watch a show or something. Yeah. Good for you. I'll take that. Um, it's a little late. Uh, I could bring it. I might watch strange wilderness. Be honest with you. Um, oh yeah. Oh so, yeah. With that being said, um, as I'll try to get shorter and more brief, uh, thank you everyone for your patronage, literally on patreon.com, patreon.com. Um, it, those, whether what happened, it, what happened is, um, people are either subscribing to the show, uh, as some sort of like monthly membership or, and now it's now that the shows are free. You're basically just subscribing to the cause. Um, podcasts are soon to be no longer, um, the Joe Rogan of entertainment. They're going to soon be, I firmly believe the, uh, Netflix of entertainment. So. Scott and I, we put an hour into this and we do a lot of pre and post-production. So we really appreciate your support because you, you are literally helping it happen. Um, and then also, you know, we put on needs for the show on this Amazon wish list, And that's how we got the soundboard and the mixer and the mics was just because of that, that wish list. So any way you've helped means a lot to us. Scott and I, as artists and filmmakers, that stuff is really hard because those we put in a lot of free time and uh, because a, we enjoy it, but B you're the end user. So you supporting us, supporting you, entertaining you, uh, literally makes it happen. If it didn't exist, it'd be really hard. So we really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. And so when the shirts come out, that'll just for, further fund the cause. And, uh, you know, there are days where, uh, when that Patreon paycheck hits the bank account, uh, I can eat, which helps. So <laughs> we really appreciate it. Um, feel free to always chime in on all the websites and you, there's no way to not get a hold of me. If you like segments, want different segments, or if you want some sort of dynamic for Scott and I to address, he's a creative guy and I can follow the lead. Chime in, let us know. Uh, and in the meantime, I'm going to try to do this one better. It's Monday. Please enjoy your Monday. Thank you for listening and, uh, go forth, conquer, kick ass, be relentless. Adios.